Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on November 12th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you'd like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find more information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasek with the Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel for this day is written in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, Then the dominion of heaven will be like this. Ten bridal attendants took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flask of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all of those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. The wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and they were, and while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Sir, sir, open up for us the door. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith. Deepen our hope. Come and strengthen our love and water in each of us a desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So do you have a favorite season of the year? If you were at our Bible study on Wednesday, many of the people said they really like all of them. Some mentioned about fall and the beautiful colors. Others talked about spring. No one mentioned summer. I don't know why that is. <laughs> what is the favorite season of your, of your favorite season? I have never lived in a place of where when I walked out of the parking lot yesterday, that I thought I had to go shovel pine needles. (laughs) I'm used to shoveling at this time of year snow back in the Midwest. For every season, as we heard in our text from Ecclesiastes, 
there is a time for everything, an opportune time of where everything can take place. For every season, we are reminded there's a time, a time in which we are reminded of what we are here for, but also to be reminded of who we are, but also of who our God is. So today, we also have heard in our gospel story okay, of bridal attendants. Bridal attendants who showed up waiting for the bridegroom. Now, this is one of those gospel stories where you wonder, what is Jesus really saying? And what does that really mean? Debbie Thomas had talked about in one of her blogs a few years ago, saying, as a Sunday school kid, I had lots of questions about this. Who is this all about? And why are some foolish? Why are some? Is it really about, isn't it really about all of us? And who are we to be about? Well, I'm not going to go into that uh, text as much as the reason that Jesus was talking about that parable is for it is a reminder that we never know when Jesus is going to be coming again. A couple weeks ago, we've been having conversations on Let's Talk Turkey about that time of when we will die. For there is a season for us to be born, and there is that season of which we will die. And yet, we, none of us know when that time will be. But Jesus is saying to be awake, are we ready? So this is also another season here at St. Uh, Mark's of where we are focusing these next two Sundays on our stewardship program. It is a time in which we are reflecting on who we are and where we have been as a community of faith and what has happened in ministry here by many of you throughout this year. But it's also a time when we are preparing and getting ready to welcome a new pastor. There will be a time, we just don't know when that will be. It is a time of where we are being focused on growing our future together. And you'll hear more about that later in our parish life together. One of the things that I have so appreciated about this community of faith is to have been in these few months I've been with you to hear pieces of your faith journey, of where each and every one of you have a story to tell of what brought you here, but some of you never have been part of a faith community before. But when you came here searching and seeking to learn more about God, about Jesus, you felt a sense of welcome. One of the gifts that I know that you have been part of, and thanks to Pastor Jan, of starting the faith journey. Raise your hand if you've participated in the faith journey. Oh my goodness. Three, more than three quarters of you. A time of where you came together to hear stories of faith. Well, today I'm inviting Amanda, minister, who I've had the opportunity to work with her on council and see her in different places. I'm going to ask you to use this microphone, but 
I've asked her um, to come and share a part of her faith journey because um, as she has been serving on council as vice president, I was quite moved by parts of her story. And again, this is a time of where we are all reminded of our own faith journey and what brought us here. So welcome, Amanda, thank and you. thank you for saying yes. So Amanda, did you grow up in a church? Or if not, tell me a little bit about your faith journey of what brought you here. I think, um, like most people, my faith journey, well, maybe not like most people, I don't know. Um, I had a very complicated childhood as far as faith went. Um, I grew up in a military family, and so we traveled uh, extensively. And, um, you know, we, we went to church sporadically where we were, and um, never, were, never was any place long enough to really feel um, part of that community. Like, as soon as we would start to get to know people, we would have to move again. Um, and then it was complicated even more by having different faith traditions on either side of the family. And um, I just remember the overwhelming sense as a child, with child eyes, looking at um, the faith traditions on either side of my family, the themes of sin and guilt and repentance and um, just really heavy themes that really kind of scared me as a child and made me think, who is this God of ours who is so vengeful and makes these rules that seemed impossible for anyone to follow well? Um, and uh, so that was my childhood. Although, at, you know, as a very young child, I remember going when we were traveling that there were parts of hearing about Jesus' story, and I, I, I remember feeling very drawn to Jesus and thinking, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> so moving around in the military, mm -hmm. as well as having this fearful sense of who God is, and then when you moved to Tacoma, how did you land here at St. Mark's? So um, we, so because of this overwhelming sense of like fear of God, um, I stayed away from the church for a very long time. I, I, I knew there was this longing and this, this emptiness, this, um, you know, this aching for something, but I never could quite pinpoint what it was, and. Um, so, you know, we, my husband and I had two children. My mother-in-law moved from the Midwest to be close to us um, after my husband's father passed. And um, she said that she always knew that Jack wanted to be Lutheran. He never was, but he wanted to be Lutheran. And so, um, so she specifically sought out a Lutheran church and she drove past St. Mark's one day and saw the beautiful stained glass. And she joined, and she's been here ever since. And um, she welcomed us, and she, you know, invited us to come and check it out. And um, I remember how life-changing it was the first time I took communion. Um, my, I remember going to church as a child and specifically hearing, if you weren't baptized in our faith, this communion is not for you. Please stay in your seats. And... Um, I cried the first time I took communion. I, and I cry just about every week that I'm here. I call it living water. 
it comes out of my eyes. So. So you are involved in a lot of things here because you heard a certain sermon of an invitation. Can you tell a little bit about that? I, I don't remember the entire sermon. I can't tell you the Bible verse that it came from, um, but I just remember there was a sermon about hearing God's call. And I didn't really exactly know what that meant. I wasn't sure if I had ever heard God's call in my life before. Um, but after leaving the sanctuary and going downstairs to pick up my children from Sunday school, Celesta, or I'm not actually, I can't remember if it was Celesta or Char, but one of them called me by name and said, Amanda, have you ever thought about teaching Sunday school? And I never had. Um, and it terrified me. I'm, I'm, I've never thought of myself as much of a teacher or a leader, um, but I thought, I just heard a sermon about hearing God's call. Maybe this is it. Maybe I'm supposed to teach Sunday school. And so I said, okay, how do I do this? And they said, well, we'll just start you off with the little ones. And I said, okay, that's good, because I know little children. I have little children, and all I have to do is be one step ahead of them, right? <laughs> I just have to know enough of the Bible story to know what to teach that day. And since then, you have been part of the Peace and Justice. You are also part of the Scouts. And the other night, you went on a 10-mile hike with your daughter and the rest of the Scouts. But you have also been part of the Council and part of Council leadership. And one of the stories after one of our Council meetings, um, I had asked when I was telling about our fall stewardship program of growing um, our future together, talking about who are the people in your life that have taught you about generosity. And you sent an email out a couple nights after that, because you had gone home and had a conversation with your husband. And who was that person that taught you about generosity? Um, so my Grammy Marie, I'm gonna try not to cry, she passed in March. Um, she was a big inspiration in my life. She was always um, a person of faith. She was very devout, and um, she was one of those grandmothers that never missed a birthday. She had that card in the mail a week before. If it came the day before your birthday, she was apologizing to you for not sending it sooner, but it was never late. And um, she was just such a generous person with her time, her talents, her treasures. Um, and when she passed, she left me what the church would call a blessing in abundance. Um, and so I, having been on Peace and Justice, having sat through um, council meetings and been a voting member and knowing that I voted for these budget increases to make sure that our staff is well taken care of, that our building is well taken care of, I felt called to bless the church in abundance with my gift, so. And a couple Sundays ago, your son was conferred, and for you as a family, you were baptized here just a few years ago. And so, no question that this has been a significant community for you, and again, thank you for the generosity of your heart in the many different ways, with your time as well as of your treasures. But what excites you also about the future here at St. Mark's? Um, 
I can honestly say I get excited, and I feel like my whole family gets excited every time we come. It's the only time of the week I don't have to fight with my children to get off their screens. Um, I, you know, we come here for scouts on Monday night. We come here on Wednesday night for dinners and forums. Um, I'm often here one or two nights a month for meetings, and um, and then of course, you know, church and Sunday school. Um, we, we get excited about being here every day because every day is a joy and every day we feel blessed to be part of this community, so. Well, thank you for being a blessing uh, to us at St. Mark's and for all of you who have been a blessing to her as well. Over So these last few weeks, I've also been listening to different people's stories of where people are saying part of the reason that they are involved in the ministry here is people hope that they are making a difference in, for humanity. Serving on the Peace and Justice, someone said, it's an opportunity to respond to God's call to love our neighbor as ourselves. Another person said, the more I give, the more I am given. And for some who grew up in a family where they didn't feel a sense of family, you have been a family for them. This is a season, a time of gratitude. And this weekend, we are also honoring those who have served in the military. And I am so grateful for the people who brought the pictures here. Uh, you looked a little bit younger, but we can identify who you are. But again, to see you in the military and to know what a blessing you are. When we hear of what's happening in the world today, we can become fearful and sad by it. But we are grateful for those who have served and even of the spouses who have supported their loved ones uh, while serving in the military because you have been peacemakers so we can enjoy the freedoms we have in this country. So on this day and this season of where we are also blessing and honoring our veterans, I have a blessing for them. For everything, there is a season, a time for war and a time for peace, a time for every activity under heaven. For a season of life, you gave up freedom to become a servant. For a season of life, you put the lives of others before your own. For a season of life, you sacrifice for the sake of others. Your season of military service is complete, yet your life in Christ knows no end. In baptism, Christ claimed you as his own and grafted you into the servant body. The burdens you carried in military service and those you carry now are not far from Christ, but are taken by your Savior to the cross. They are swallowed up in his death, and you are raised with Christ to resurrection life. We give thanks to God for your season of service and for your life in Christ among us today. May the one who gave you the will to deny yourself, sacrifice, and serve bless you with faith, hope, and love all the days of life. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you again for your gift of serving 
in our country as peacemakers. For all of us, we are on this journey in life. We don't know where the paths are going, but we can be confident that our God is with us, a God who continues to bless us with unconditional love, a God who fills us with grace each and every day and giving us hope and that promise that nothing separates us from the love of God, not even death. And so even in this season of thanksgiving, we come giving thanks for all the unknown blessings already on their way. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.